Welcome back to the Unchained Sex Cast. I know you're ready for this juicy part two, so I'll let you get to it. But if you happen to stumble upon this and you haven't listened to part one yet, go back to the previous episode and listen to that first. Thanks so much, guys. Partnerships because I do have a lot of listeners who have multiple partners and when you have multiple partners you have to work even harder to make sure that everybody involved is feeling loved everybody involved is feeling appreciated everyone involved is feeling pleasure you know say you're having the communicating needs conversation you know hey this is what I need making sure your partner really clearly sees your version of it and understands you know something that I always suggest is Asking, you know, before you leave a conversation, asking, is there anything that you want me to express myself further on versus just what, do you have any questions? Is there anything you want to ask me? Instead of saying that, maybe just asking, is there anything that I could further express myself on? Is there anything that I could elaborate a little more about? I think this is really important because like I said, a lot of us You know, you've heard me talk before on how all of us see and perceive things differently. We all see and perceive love differently. All of those things add up. So making sure when you're having a serious conversation, especially if you're discussing kinks and fetishes or anything like that, making sure that your partner sees exactly your version of it and leaving it open for questions and communication afterward. I always like making sure, you know, starting out with the I feel statements instead of going into, well, you or just that aggressive, more attacking energy, start out with like, hey, I feel this way and I would really like it, etc. Besides communication, something that you can use in every single day to day with your, your partnerships, this is a game changer. This is a serious fucking game changer. I don't know if you've, you've not done this to me. I feel like it's just been a part of who I am for so long now that I don't have to put much conscious effort to it. And that's the amazing thing about brains is once you create those neural pathways and once you create those, establish those habits, you don't even have to think about it. You're just going to fucking do it. That's how we get into bad habits. Most of you can agree you've been into bad fucking habits before, right? Well, guess what? You can get rid of those bad habits and get yourself into good fucking habits. All it comes down to is retraining your brain, your biggest sex organ. Even when it comes to sex, you know, some people think, oh, if I use the same toy all the fucking time, that's the only way I'll be able to orgasm. Maybe for a while, but if you stopped took the time to create new neural pathways to that orgasm, then you'll be able to orgasm using multiple toys, your hand, whatever way you want to use. This is a game changer in relationships. And that is a way, like one of the biggest ways that you can show appreciation, I think, because especially if you have been in a long-term relationship for a really, if you've been at it for a really long time with the same person, you start using this language and they are going to look at you like, who the fuck are you? Like, especially if you've never done this before, but that is overly saying thank you. And what do I mean by overly saying thank you, Sierra? (laughs) What I mean by overly saying thank you is oftentimes in long-term relationships, sometimes we build into these patterns and we build into our daily routines and our daily lifestyles. And we get up and we do the same things and we do the, the same routines and we're doing the same chores and all of the same things. And we forget how to appreciate our partners. You know, when you first started dating them and 
Maybe they bought you dinner. You were like, hey, thanks for dinner tonight, babe. When was the last time you thought, thanked your partner for dinner? This is such a good example too, because <laughs> I love this. So especially for partners, if you're like, Sierra, I'm married. We have the same account. Like money comes up from the same places. Yes, I know. So a while back, I went out and bought dinner for our family. And it came out of one of the accounts that is just mine. It's my personal business account. And this is probably because it's the only account that I have memorized. So anytime I want to buy something, I can just do, 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 done. After I came home, we sat down to eat and with our daughter and I stopped and I said, thank you for dinner. The thought crossed my head, you know, knowing that I was like, well, wait a second. <laughs> it kind of made me think for a second because I'm like, wait a second. I bought it. Why am I thanking him for dinner? I'm the one that physically paid for it. Knowing that he didn't technically hand that money over for that transaction for dinner. You know, technically I paid for it. I was thinking all these things very quickly, of course, and instantly come to the conclusion, which is how I felt for a long time. So this is just one of those things that I was reminded of, but I instantly come to the conclusion. It does not matter if he did not directly pay for it. He contributes in massive ways to our income, to our household, to our family. And just because it doesn't directly come from him doesn't mean that he's not contributing to that. And I feel this in a lot of, you know, being a very dominant person. I like to be in control of my own affairs. I like to be in control of everything myself. I have definitely had to learn how to practice gratitude because for me, old Sierra would have been like, why would I thank him? I fucking paid for it. <laughs> 100%. Sierra um, would be like, why would I thank him? I paid for dinner. He should be thanking me. And that's not Sierra anymore. Sierra now practices gratitude. And even though I know he might not have directly paid for that dinner, he's paid for a million other meals and he's paid for a million other things for our family. So appreciating my partner in all ways. And maybe he also didn't pay for that meal, but he was a part of our family dinner. So just thanking him for his presence, just thanking him for being there. You know, how many families don't have a partner who eats dinner with them or sits down to eat with their family? So just because something doesn't directly come from your partner doesn't mean you can't appreciate it because chances are more than likely in some sort of fucking way down the line, they did contribute to whatever it is. Sometimes it's literally just the verbal recognition of, you know, you work so hard. Thank you so much for working so hard for our family. A thank you goes a really long way. And again, being in relationships where you've been in them for so long, you know, it's expected of you to get up and go to work every day. Of fucking course you have to go to work every day. You have to pay for your own shit. You have to pay for all these millions of kids that you popped out, right? Like it's expected. You know they're going to go get up and go to work. But that doesn't mean that you can't appreciate it for them. That doesn't mean that you cannot still show them appreciation for that. They don't have to fucking get up and go to work every day. They really don't. They could just be a bum like half of the country, you know, like they really could. Even though that you know that that's not the person they'll ever be. Just those small moments of appreciation and you know, we're going to talk a little bit about speaking your partner's love language because sometimes, you know, just a simple thank you is all they need. And sometimes it's a little more, you know, if maybe your partner is the receiving gifts types, 
maybe them coming home to a case of beer and a chocolate cake is what they need at the end of a long week to show that that you appreciate them. Getting to know your partner and knowing what really makes them tick, this is going to go far. But I feel like just verbal recognition. Start off with just verbal recognition. You know, you work hard or, you know, I see you. You've had a really hard week. Is there anything I can do to support you? Or, you know, I see you, babe, like you've done, you've had a great week. You know, how about I take the kids for like the next hour and you just go do whatever you want to do. I see you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Big things, yes, but usually it's always the small stuff that matters most and small stuff builds into bigger things. So when your partner is constantly getting thank yous here and I appreciate you here, I see you here, those small things over time are going to make them feel so much more fucking appreciated and so much more fucking loved. And that's what we want. If you have a partnership right now and you don't feel like you're getting appreciated, you do not feel, you do not feel like you're appreciated, you do not feel loved, you know, a lot of the time it's because one, we're speaking different languages. You feel it way differently than they feel it. Or we forgot to just start showing appreciation for the small shit, for the small stuff. You know, we get in robot mode, we get in wheels, and then we're like, wow, I'm almost 30. (laughs) Wow, I'm almost 40. Wow, I'm 25. Half my life is gone. Like, we get in wheels, we get caught up, but here's your moment. Pause. Take a second to think about how you can put more gratitude and thankfulness and appreciation in your relationship. I feel like a lot of the time too, we'll wake up one day and we do not have access to what we had and maybe sometimes even realize, wow, I took that for fucking granted or wow, I really did not let them know how much I appreciated them. So practicing gratitude and showing it to the people you care about will go so far in so many ways and I don't want you to be the person that wakes up one day and says, wow, I should have done more. I could have done this. I should have done this. Being a nurse and being a geriatric nurse for the years that I have been in, and even before that, I was an aide. For those of you who didn't know, I did aide work before in private duty home health before I was even a nurse. I've been around a lot of people's ends, and in the end, the saddest moments that I remember, you know, some people ask me, like, what was the worst was the what's the worst thing you see as a nurse? Uh, there's so many different categories, one, <laughs> that you could pick. But one of the saddest things that, that always hit me, and again, empath, so like I'm like taking on all these feelings as a nurse, but one of the saddest things that I hated to see was I always remember one patient specifically, and they had been actively passing for like a few weeks, and every time I came on shift, they were just doing a little bit worse. He, this day, I actually had uh, two patients pass on my shift. I had like four people actively passing and one one whack, and two of them went on my shift. One of them, the daughter had been there to visit multiple times, and she didn't leave his side, you know, after they had said he was actively going, she didn't leave his side. And the grief on her face and in her body as she walked around for for her father's last hours was enough to change my life. <laughs> um, 
and showing up for the people that you love as far as, you know, the reason why she had so much grief and so much guilt was because her father was to a point of he he couldn't cognitively understand her. And there was so much that she had to say. And there was so much that she didn't say. She didn't get to appreciate him like she should have. And that's what it boiled down to. And that has forever held with me. I think I'll carry that one forever because of how heart-wrenching it was to see what she physically went through. And I have always been one. I think this is one of the reasons why I promise to live my life authentically me and no holdbacks and making sure the people that I appreciate, I fucking show them. I show them that I appreciate them. I tell them I know them because life is so short and I don't want to be on my last breath thinking about all the things that I should have and I could have done. And I don't want my friends or people that I love to be on their last breath and think, I didn't really feel appreciated by them. I didn't feel loved by them. We take things for granted so, so much. And when you give good, you get good. So show the people that in your life that you care about them. And if you really care about somebody, you're going to learn how to speak their language. You know, you guys have heard me talking about love language and your love language and all these things before. And whenever I say love language, it's really a broader term. Like, yes, you can go take the love language quiz and it will give you one of five answers. But whenever I say love language, to me, I see it as like, yes, how you see and feel love, how you see and feel pleasure, how you see and feel pleasure, how you see and feel sex, how you see and feel being sexy. Like it's all of those things really combined into one and it looks differently for everyone. So being open to how your partner speaks the language, you know, and showing them in that specific way. I've been with a partner whose language is completely opposite than mine. And so I've had to actively work towards making sure that they feel appreciated and seen. And, you know, being with a partner that's acts of service, I, it's a struggle for me being with someone who is more acts of service because to them, it's the act of things, you know, the chores or cooking dinner or not having to, you know, cut the grass or simple chores or things like that that really make my partner feel more loved and heard. And so for me, being a entrepreneur, I have two businesses that I run. I've balanced jobs. I'm a mom. I do so many different things. It's hard for me to fit that in, but I care about my partner and I want them to feel loved and appreciated. And so I've gone the extra mile all of these years to make sure that I do the little things that show up. One of the biggest things is keeping the house clean and tidy. And so whenever I fell behind after having a baby, I hired a housekeeper for several years to make sure that our house was clean and doing extra little things. Sometimes it's out of the box things to make sure that your partner feels appreciated. It's so nice because having a housekeeper to help me keep up with the house allowed me to still get my other duties done. When you really care about somebody, you're going to learn how to please them and how to love them. And if you're like, Sierra, I don't feel like my partner would go through these links, then I'm just going to say you deserve to have somebody who's going to speak your language. And there is somebody out there who will. I'm just going to tell you, there is somebody who will. There are people who will. Personally, for me, the appreciation is definitely a lot. Um, I'm very verbal. Whenever I talk about, you know, the thank yous go a long way. For me, it goes a really long way. I am that 
I am that words of affirmation. I love being told you're doing a great job. You know, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. But I also am like the physical toucher too. So for me, practicing gratitude in a relationship looks like making sure that you kiss me and hug me. Bye and hello every time you see me. You know, I want to be greeted and said bye. I'm also like the person whenever I'm in a relationship, like I'm generally like so excited to see you. Like I've thought about it all day and I cannot wait for the moment that I get to fucking see you. That is how I am in a relationship. And so to me, like that physical touch is, that's gratitude. That's appreciation. You thought about me too. And you were excited on your way to come home because you knew that you were getting ready to hug. That's practicing gratitude. So even though maybe for you, hugging might be the last thing you want to do when you come home, doing that for your partner because that's how they feel loved, it's important. And maybe you don't do this shit every single day. It's hard. I get it. We're going to fall off. You're going to fall off. You're going to fuck up. But getting back on it and actively trying to do it more and actively trying to do things that you know your partner is going to appreciate. That's the shit I'm talking about. Actively doing it. Even if it's like, okay, this week, you know, I didn't get to hug and kiss you by every morning I left for work, but I did like two days. So that's better than none. Absolutely. It takes time, little bits at a time. You have to work. You have to actively work towards it. It takes two people to have a fucking partnership. It takes two people to feel love. It takes two people to feel appreciated together in partnerships. And like I said, if you're in a poly relationship or a relationship with much, much more people, it takes that much more time and patience and energy to make sure that everyone is feeling loved and appreciated. So practicing gratitude, whether it is the verbal I thank yous, whether it is the, hey, I see you, I really appreciate how hard you work, or the, hey, I just wanted to buy you flowers and a cake at the end of this week because I saw how hard you worked this week. I wanted you to know I appreciated you. Or maybe it's the, hey, I cooked dinner and cleaned the whole house. Like, come home, let's relax and spend some time together. I'm so thankful for you. And I'm so thankful for having you in my life. Like, maybe it's the fucking small things. Everyone's language is different. And if you're not sure what speaks to your partner, start those conversations, you know, Ask them, would you be open to learning more about our turn-ons together? Every partner is most likely going to say yes to that. And if they say no, maybe come back to it. Maybe it was a bad day. If your partner says no, maybe come back to it on a different day. Maybe it was just a bad moment, a bad time. Revisit it, but ask your partner, would you be open to learning more about our turn-ons together? Exploring this route is not only going to help you learn about your turn-ons more, but it's also going to help you show more appreciation and more gratitude in your relationship. And at the end of the day, that is something that everyone wants more of. Everyone wants to feel more loved. Everyone wants to feel more appreciated. And being a parent, being a person who works hard, if you're listening to this, you probably work your ass off. You're probably the busy person. That's the vibe that I attract. You're probably that busy ass person who's been going, going, going. I get it. It's hard. We get stuck in these routines and we can forget and and push our partner to the back burner. But maybe this is your reminder to say, hey, this is my time to go ahead and check in with my partner and see how they're doing and see how I can show up for them this week. One of my coaching friends does something called a relationship board meeting. They title it a relationship board meeting because that's the best way to describe it. But every week or every few weeks, they show they plan a time like literally in their calendar very intentional to show up and put forth energy to talk about what they need 
even just the verbal I thank yous, you know, after the little stuff, like, thanks for taking out the trash. Like, are they going to take out the trash? Yes, they fucking have to. But say thank you. Thanks for taking out the trash. I noticed you did that. It's not necessarily the thank you, I think, in our language. It's more of the I notice you. You could even say I notice you. Maybe that feels more gratitude than maybe maybe your partner will feel more appreciated saying that versus thank you. You know, I notice you. I noticed you took out the trash. I noticed you did the dishes hey, I noticed that you put the kids to bed. I noticed that you got dinner ready. Thank you for dinner. Thank you for putting the kids to bed. Having those chances to throw in gratitude and verbal gratitude, it can look differently for everyone. So if your partner is down to learn more about your turn-ons together, then I challenge and invite you to go take the BDSM test it's on my link, but this test can help you learn a little bit more about your kinks or take the love language quiz, rediscover your guys' kinks and your desires and how you see and feel things. This is a great place to revisit. Even if you're like, Sierra, I already know. Revisit it. Your partners change. We all change. So revisit this area often and check in to see what your partner needs. Relationship board meeting, you know, this is such a good way to just check in every few weeks. Really just show up for your partner. Something that you can ask your partner even on a daily basis is how can I support you today? I feel like in a healthy relationship, your partner in a supportive partnership, they're going to ask you how they can support you. And it's not just going to be like them doing things. Maybe some days it is them doing things without you asking or without you telling them what you need because they're your partner and they know what you need sometimes and they can anticipate what you need before you even know it. Maybe that's that's the case sometimes, but don't assume in a relationship. That's the worst thing that we could do, but actually ask them, how can I support you today? What support do you need today from me? Ask your partner what they need. Don't be afraid to have the conversation. And like I said, if you having conversations with your partner, you know, a lot of you guys might've been listening to this podcast for the past six months by yourself and you have grown so much and maybe your partner hasn't. I feel like this is kind of up and coming. And what I can say is give it time. Growth doesn't happen overnight. And a lot of us are going to be completely shut the fuck down to ideas the first time we hear them. Think about the time, the first time that you hear something. Are you like, oh yeah, I believe that totally. No, it is human instinct to be like, no, (laughs) no. No. I mean, have you talked to a toddler? That is like all the only word that my two-year-old knows. It's not the only word that my two-year-old knows, but it's the word that I hear the most. No, no, no. We are automatically like, it doesn't matter what I say unless I say, do you want ice cream? That's always yes. But it doesn't matter what I say, it's going to be no. Adults are the same way. Humans are this, we, humans are all the same. We are taught to reject things first because it's an instinctive mode. It's a survival mode. We have to make sure and think it through. And is this right? And is this a safe decision? And is this, if you have a partner and you are talking to them, or maybe you tell them a kink or a fetish, and maybe they don't reject the idea, but maybe they're not welcoming to it. You know, there's a difference between rejection and welcoming and not feeling welcomed, but it's not like you can tell it's just not like a hundred percent. Like I said, that empathic energy reading, you can tell when somebody is not a overly excited, yes, let's do this. Revisit conversations with your partner and if you get shut down or maybe it's not a very big red carpet welcome, just know that things take time and it will all work out. I promise it's all going to work out. Good is coming to you and 
keep showing up for yourself keep showing up for your partner and show them how much you appreciate them and if you're like you know I feel like my partner will never show me how much they appreciate me as much as I do for them keep giving good keep giving good because when you give good you're gonna always get good back might not come from them might come from somewhere that you didn't expect it the best things in life are usually the least expected but doesn't matter what anybody else is doing it doesn't matter what your partner is doing it matters what you are doing and if you are showing up and you are showing up and you are giving good then you are going to get good so I hope this episode gives you a little bit of insight into how to practice more gratitude in relationships and partnerships and if you want to hear more on this then let me know take the test in my links if you want to learn a little bit more about yourself this is something we use as coaching tools very very heavy because it's how to dig more into your sexuality more into yourself more how more into how you feel love into how you feel pleasure you so got this i'm so here for you and i'm so proud of you thank you so much for continuing to show up for yourself i see you i see you boo absolutely love it much for listening to the unchained sex cast for more please follow us on instagram under the unchained sex cast or my coaching page inspired by sierra if you feel inclined please feel free to share us with your friends this is not a sponsored podcast so it is by word of mouth if you liked us loved us wanted to review us please take a second and do so and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow thanks again for catching the unchained sex cast we'll see you on our next episode